0: guys, welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina LaVon, I am a life coach that specializes in life transformation and personal development, and today we are talking about how to find motivation and momentum after the world has been on pause for so long. I love this topic, and it's been requested several times over the last two weeks, so I am happy to finally be talking about it today. So before we jump in, as always, I just want to thank you all so much for your support, both here and on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. You guys are such an incredible audience and make such profound and interesting comments and send in such outstanding questions which reminds me that next week I will be recording our next questions and answers podcast. So please get those questions to me. They have been just amazing. I have some leftover from the last questions and answers podcast, but I have room for more, so please go ahead and send them in. You can reach me by email at nina.lavon at gmail.com, and that's spelled N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at gmail, or you can reach me on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at Nina Levon. So that being said, let's get right to today's topic because there is just a ton of stuff I wanted to touch upon and I hope we can get to all of it. So, so much is going on in the world and I really hope and I feel optimistic that we are on the cusp of some very positive changes. So that is a great thing. But the fact remains for many people that They are simply still not over everything that has happened. And everything was just shut down so quickly because of COVID-19. I mean, it was like this whirlwind. And with everything we knew to be daily life, just kind of getting thrown out the window for a while. And now things are slowly opening back up and it still just kind of feels weird for a lot of people. Things are definitely different, and I've just been hearing from so, so many people that they have no motivation to jump back into life, and they are not feeling happy or excited about things getting back to normal because I think that things really aren't normal. They don't feel normal, and unfortunately, I think we've got to be prepared to face the fact that things are never going to be the way they were And maybe that is actually a positive thing. It's really too early to know exactly what things are going to be like down the road. But we have to acknowledge at least that as of now, there has been some damage that's been done. And at the very least... We have stopped momentum, and I think that's the toughest thing, getting moving, getting life kind of happening again, when we've been literally sitting in our houses for months, not allowed to do almost everything that our lives are normally composed of. And for parents, they just had their kids in the house with them for so long, and now it's the summertime, and there's just going to be a lot more time without school and without the normal activities so it's just a lot and we all know it's really hard to get back up once you sit down and we have been sitting down for a while i mean a walk around the neighborhood has been a saving grace for a lot of people But that's pretty much all a lot of people have had. So there's just been months and months of watching Tiger King and cable news. And although on one hand, everyone is more than ready to get back into action, it just kind of feels hard to do that right now. And I keep hearing that everyone just kind of feels blah, like nothing is exciting, like there's nothing to look forward to like things are going to be really strange or inconvenient or annoying for who knows how long. And I've been sensing a lot of negativity, and a lot of people feel hopeless, and I totally get it. It's just super hard to get motivated right now all around. So like I said, several people kind of asked for this topic today kind of in different ways, But one of the people that wrote in the question, I mean, they had it perfectly worded. She wrote, I can't seem to press the unpause button after lockdown and move on with my life. Any tips on how to get motivated again? I feel so overwhelmed and bored with my life at the same time. Wow, I really get that statement because I've been there so, so many times I'm sure many of you have as well, so I thought that was really, really relatable. And I have to read one other one because it's also so relatable. And this question states, this year has been crazy. Every day I wake up, I'm scared to read the news. I feel like we can't catch a break. How do you move forward when you feel like you've been stuck for so long? That is a great question, and I know that everyone's kind of feeling the same way. But I do think there are actually a number of things that we can do. And even though I think a lot of people actually feel worse than stuck, I feel like they feel that they have gone backwards in a lot of ways. I mean, even just the weight gain, is there, first of all, anyone out there that did not gain weight? If so, please tell me in the comments how on earth you managed to pull that off, by the way. I think everyone had so many great intentions. I think at the beginning everyone was like, "Wow, this is a really wonderful opportunity to start eating healthy and getting in shape." And you know, I think that just kind of fizzled out within like a week and a half, you know, if not a shorter amount of time for just about everyone I know. But it's worse than being stuck. It's we've gone backwards, like I said, in so many ways for a lot of people. Now, again, this is not the case. For you, I think that is amazing, but this is the case for a lot of people. So I think we should just kind of jump right into the solutions before we start to all feel completely hopeless. So I came up with a few strategies that I really think will be very helpful. So, the first thing is that we've got to let ourselves mourn if there has been loss. And I think for most of us, there has been loss. And, you know, we're never really going to be able to move on until we acknowledge that and work through our feelings. I mean, maybe you've lost a job or a business or you are facing changes in your life because of all this that make you really uncomfortable. Maybe you've even had significant changes in your relationships. I don't think there is anyone out there that will tell you that being cooped up with people is really going to enhance your relationship in any way. So You may have a lot of struggles with that, and maybe even some relationships have ended because of that. But all around, there are things that you can consider are a loss for you if you are like most people. And if that is the case, you know, we really do need to address that because, like I said. We can't go forward until we acknowledge what is on our plate now. And so just pushing it away or trying to be positive by ignoring reality is not actually helpful. So we do have to address it so we can move forward. Another part of this process is really rediscovering who we were before any of this happened and see if that's even what we really want to go back to. Maybe during this time, we've made a lot of revelations about changes that we want or need to make, or noticed what things aren't working or aren't going to be realistic any longer in this new reality. But chances are, over the last few months, you ignored some aspects of your life because you really had to. So it's the perfect time to contemplate this and Reevaluate your life because a lot of times we realize we have just gotten going in a direction that we didn't even intend to because we just get caught up in the waves of life and we just kind of end up somewhere. A lot of times, that's you know, really why we're in relationships or why we're in certain careers, we we're not even really sure how it happened, we just kind of ended up someplace. So this is what we want to think about. We want to think about, is this the path that we really want to be going on? Are we going to try to hop back into that path or is it time to start a new path? But either way, we want to really think about what things were like before any of this coronavirus even came into being. The next thing I think is really important and really helpful, and that is to literally list out, make a physical list of all the bad habits that we adopted during the last few months, and that if we had a magic wand, we would change back to how it was. So did we stop working out? Have we spent the last... Couple months spending several hours a day kind of aimlessly scrolling through social media. We can start to recognize also that a lot of this really wasn't our fault. We've been pretty much in a cage since March, and a lot of us haven't had a lot of options of things we can do, so we just started to cling to comfort. We started to cling to the easy stuff, and we can't beat ourselves up over it. We just have to kind of accept it and be aware of it so we can start to change it. And we also can't be unrealistic and think that just because lockdown is over now that all of our habits are going to just kind of flip back automatically because that's not going to happen. We are going to have to recondition ourselves, (laughs) and that's never fun. And it's not going to happen overnight either. It's going to take time and effort and energy. But if we can make that list and really pay attention to which the things that we really know need to be addressed first, it at least kind of gives us a starting point. Something else that is really helpful and necessary is to... Actually, give ourselves cues that the quarantine is over. our body needs signals that we want to change. We are creatures of habits, and right now, our body is kind of stuck here in the comfort zone and it 's not going to want to jump out of there it 's not that we loved lockdown it 's just that we got used to we got used to the situation we get used to any situation once we've been there long enough. And so that is kind of what has happened. And now everything seems hard. It seems like it takes 10 times the amount of effort and energy to accomplish anything. So we've got to get our bodies and our brains to understand that we are done with this coronavirus chapter and that we are moving on now. And sometimes we actually need physical cues for this, or at least I know that I do. It's just a way of almost starting with a clean slate. So it could be as simple as a haircut if you can get one. I haven't been able to get one here because the wait is always like two hours long. But you could also rearrange the furniture or... Take a weekend trip or even wearing different clothes, literally anything new or lots of new things. We need to feel that something fresh is happening, that it's a new chapter, and we want to evoke positive feelings that are concerned with that. So, anything that you automatically associate with lockdown and quarantine and this time, these are the things that we need to kind of switch up as soon as we can because they are. Constant reminders. They are cueing us in the opposite direction. So those yoga pants that we have been wearing every single day, they need to really go to the back of the closet for a while. We need to find something else so that our body can know and understands that, yes, this is a brand new part of my life. Now, I know we are limited right now, but we also need to come up with a list of things that we are able to do right now that could possibly be fun or inspiring. I had someone tell me today that they haven't had fun in three months now and can't even think of anything fun they could do. And I really get it because even things that normally would be fun for us don't really have the same appeal right now because we are lacking inspiration. We are lacking motivation. And also things are different, so they don't seem as fun. I had to traveled this week at a state and I was staying at a hotel and I was so excited because it had this gorgeous swimming pool and there was nobody else swimming. So I'm thinking to myself, that I'm gonna get this whole gorgeous pool to myself, and I couldn't wait. I got my bathing suit on, and then when I went to the pool, there were just padlocks everywhere, and I realized, well, okay, the pool is closed because of coronavirus. I should have known that ahead of time, but I did not. So it was just that one more reminder that you know things aren't how they used to be right now, and that can be challenging. And then in the morning, I couldn't wait to get to the breakfast buffet because that is another thing that I really love about staying at hotels. I love to eat and I love breakfast, so I was so excited for that. And then, of course, when I got down to the lobby, they handed me a granola bar and a little fruit cup in a brown paper bag because, again, they can't do the buffet because of coronavirus still. So, you know, these are things that, let's face it, are incredibly superficial. They are absolute privileges in the first place. So when we think about these types of things and these types of changes, there is likely going to be some guilt that comes up that we're even bothered by them. But this is the thing. We are human beings. And when we feel like something's taken away, it can feel more difficult than if we never had it in the first place. So are we wrong to miss yoga or the movies when there's so much going on in the world? I can see the argument for that, sure, but again, it's not wrong to have things in your life that you do enjoy. And now, since so many of these things are still off-limit, we have to think of new things. We've got to get creative or maybe, you know, kind of step out of our comfort zone a little bit more. We could bring back fun little intimate gatherings with friends and you know do that with music and conversation instead of Netflix or we can invite someone over and bake an interesting dessert or we could go camping or find a new nature trail but We've got to find things. We have to find things. There are still things that we can do, and there are more and more things that are opening. So that means that there are more options. We have gotten lazy over the last couple years. We just do the same things over and over and over. And so it's a wonderful opportunity to switch that up right now. And We feel that, you know, we have a lot more motivation in life when we are enjoying it. And for so many people right now, they haven't been enjoying life since kind of the beginning of the year. So it's time that we change that. We've got to start, you know, reminding ourselves that there are still fun things to do that life is happy, that life is fun. And when we really start to engage more in life, we're going to find that we are starting to get that life satisfaction back. Another thing that is definitely going to help us is as it becomes more safe to start to reconnect with all the people that we've missed. And when we feel that it's okay to start visiting people, I mean, again, with the safety guidelines and precautions that we still need to adhere to, we're going to find that it gives us energy to have the privilege of seeing these people again. Now, it will again depend on the individual circumstance on when that becomes feasible, but I think a lot of the discontent we're feeling right now really comes from isolation. I see this you know, for a lot of people, and personally, I miss seeing people, you know, not just friends and family, but I miss seeing people when I'm out and about. It's just felt so... Empty seeing no cars on the road or no one in the store parking lots. It's just been so totally weird. And when we can start making these connections and safely being able to, you know, have get togethers, I feel that mental health is going to improve vastly. We are just social creatures by nature. And this has just felt like a strange social experiment. I actually really look forward to reading what the textbooks are going to say in the next couple of years after all of this has kind of been processed and analyzed because, you know, this has really never happened. So another thing that is so important is that we set some new goals because it gives us something to look forward to. It gives us focus and when we don't have a target, let's say when we shoot an arrow, who knows where it's going to go? It's not predictable. You know, there's, you know, really no intention for it to go any particular place. And that's a great metaphor for life. When we don't have a target, we can feel that everything we're doing is kind of meaningless. It's like it feels like a waste of time or a waste of effort or energy because there's no specific end result that we're looking for. So inside a lot of the times when we do this unconsciously we're just thinking why are we bothering? What's the point? Why are we doing this? But when we have a goal, we have a direction. So we need to set goals that are small and we need to set goals that are big. So we need short-term goals and long-term goals and those big or long-term goals, we've got to chunk them down to little manageable pieces so that we're actually able to achieve them. Goals really give us that concrete direction to go in. And at least for that one aspect of our life that the goal concerns, it, it gives us something to look forward to and to get excited about. And so if we can start doing that with more and more aspects of our life, it's going to be incredibly helpful because we also are bored right now. We've had our life on repeat for so long. We're kind of doing the same thing every day, and that leads us to kind of have the same thoughts every day. And so, you know, they're Just is no inspiration that's going to come from that. But once we give ourselves new goals and new directions, that's going to lead to all kinds of new experiences, you know, that open up for us and new ways to think, new thought processes. How many times have we just spent the day thinking about pretty much what we thought about the day before? How boring is that? We've got to kind of spark some new fresh emotions and experiences in our life. And I really believe that having goals really is crucial for that. And it also helps us to make and establish a new routine, which is something else that is just so important. Because when we don't have a routine, we have a ton of wasted time. It's the same thing with the goals. We really have no direction in our life or in our day. So when we have a routine... It's not that we are making life predictable. It's that when we have a routine, it kind of guarantees the things that we deem as important actually get accomplished and done, because they're on the list and they become part of a habit. Once something is a habit, it's just second nature. We don't have to think about it. It's just something that we do every day. We can go on autopilot. And when that happens to include things that are positive and constructive and actually are helping us to reach goals, think about how exciting that is because we're putting much less effort into accomplishing these things because they are on autopilot, yet they are offering us Progress in our life, and when we feel like we're making progress, again, it just gives us so much life energy, it gets us psyched, it gets us excited about possibilities for the future. So, it is you know so important to have a routine so we make sure that all the things that we want to happen during our day actually get done. I will speak only for myself here, but I know that left to my own devices, if I have no schedule and no routine, who knows what I'm going to do that day? Probably things that I'm not even going to remember I did the next day because they're not going to have any value or meaning to them because you're just kind of going on the fly. You just, you know, doing whatever happens during the day as you think of it in that moment. So at the end of the day, it is realistic to think when we live this way that there's nothing at the end of the day that we're really. Excited about that, we we're proud of, or that was memorable enough to, you know, be something that we would want to include in the next day because a lot of it is just completely wasted time. And although I said I'm speaking on my own behalf, I know that this is the case for many people. So we have to have organization and have a routine so that at the end of the day, we can be happy with everything that got done. We have a whole bunch of memorable experiences or experiences that we know are beneficial to us and that are adding momentum to our life. So once we start on this train where we are making progress further and further and further and more and more and more progress gets made because we get the ball rolling. So that is why having that routine is so important. Another thing that we have to do is to check our mindset. We need to think about or really acknowledge what is going on in our head right now. Are we thinking positive thoughts that are uplifting, that are going to propel us forward, or are we, you know, really being beaten down by the inner critic that we have? We have to really lay on the positive self talk right now because we need it. We need to get excited about the future. We need to remember that we have new beginnings right now. We don't want our mindset to be telling us that you know everything is doom and gloom. All the happy things from the past will never be again. We need to be actively looking at what we are telling ourselves and make sure that it is something that is positive, something that we would want to say, let's say, to a child or that we would want someone else to say to us. We can't just be engaging in negativity all the time. We've got to make sure that we are feeling positive about the future so that our future can be positive because, you know, our expectations have so much to do with what comes into fruition. So if we have negative expectations, it is very likely we're going to have a negative outcome. So we need to just, again, think about what's going on in our brain and if we acknowledge that yes I am, you know, thinking worst case scenario all the time, then that's something that we need to really start working on correcting because we need to be our own cheerleader, we need to be our own best friend. We can't be sabotaging ourselves constantly by really clinging to the negative all the time. And it's just unfortunately a bad habit that so many of us have. And a lot of times it goes unchecked. So we have this negative inner dialogue that is telling us negative, scary stories all the time and really leading us to be extremely pessimistic. I think another thing that is going to be really helpful for us is to start talking about this to other people. I mean... Everybody pretty much is going through the same thing. And when we get our feelings out, you know, we feel a lot better. And when we're talking with other people, we can kind of motivate one another. So it's just like, you know, going to the gym by yourself is challenging. But if you have a gym buddy, it suddenly makes it a lot easier to get there and you can kind of push each other. But it, you know, just helps by just communicating and sharing experiences and sharing a good laugh about everything that has gone on, not that it is this funny situation. It is a very serious situation, but we do need to connect with one another and making sure that we are expressing ourselves and getting out some of these feelings is really, really helpful. And we're just in this unique situation where everybody's kind of in the same boat. So we can really, you know, offer each other support more than ever before. And now I'm going to say the thing that I'm sure we don't want to hear, but we've got to do it. We've got to start making healthier choices. We have got to look more at the food we are eating. We need to be getting enough sleep. We need to be exercising. We need to probably cut down on, you know, social media and, you know, regular media. We've got to look at what we are consuming because if we're constantly hearing that barrage of negativity from the news all the time we are going to find it very difficult to get into a positive mindset. So we need to look at all these things, and we need to focus on self-care. We need to focus on ourselves right now because it is not going to be easy making the transition back into kind of rebooting our real life After all this craziness has happened and after sitting for so long. So, you know, we can journal, we can practice yoga or meditation. And again, we need to calm that excessive catastrophizing that we are doing all the time. And we just need to take much better care of ourselves overall because I think on one hand, we think that because we got to sit around for so long, that was self-care. And maybe for some people, it actually was only in the regard that, you know, we had the time to to sleep more. And maybe, you know, for a lot of people, they actually have a schedule that is so jam-packed that there's no way they can get enough hours of sleep to function properly. And I've totally been there, so I know that. So in a way, that is self-care, yes. But we need to do a lot more. We need to address really all the aspects of our well-being and really start taking excellent care of ourselves so that we can be in good shape to move forward and self care is something that we need to adopt as a priority in our life an extreme priority and we have to always remember that if we are struggling with guilt with that that self care is never ever 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 Selfish. Self care is not about taking bubble baths. It is about being concerned with our emotional and physical well being at all times. And that is definitely something that needs to be a priority. And I feel that it just simply isn't for so many people. So if you are one of those people, definitely now is the time to really change that habit. Another thing that I wanted to mention is that. We don't want to push ourselves forward faster than we can realistically go. I mean, we need to take one day at a time. Moving forward is moving forward, period. It is not a race. I know the people that claimed that they learned a new language or Marie Kondoed their entire house during this lockdown can really make you feel bad about yourself, but it is not a competition. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's situation is different, and we have to go at our own speed. Yes, we do need to make changes. We need to you know, start getting that ball rolling forward. But if it doesn't happen overnight, it doesn't happen overnight. And realistically, it's not going to happen overnight. So be patient with yourself. If you're taking one step, one foot in front of the other, then you're doing great. That's all we need to do. We need to look at each day as moving a little bit further than we did the day before. And another thing that I think is important to remember is that our external experiences don't have to dictate our happiness. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to shift our paradigm. And I know that seems a lot of times like something that is impossible or just kind of Pollyanna thinking, but maybe we can't change the things that happen to us in life. That is true. Nobody asked for any of this to happen but we get to choose how we respond to this we get to choose how we react to this and how much we're going to let it bother us and how much we're going to let it you know affect our lives we can learn to be you know very very resilient and we can just decide yeah, I want to be happy. I want my life to be good again. I want my life to be fun. And we always reserve the right to make that choice. And we always have the power to carry through with that choice. Again, I know that seems hard to believe, but that actually is the reality because how we think really determines our reality. You know, what's going on in our head is going to absolutely reflect in how our life works plays out and how we believe that our life plays out because it's all a matter of our perspective. So that's something that, you know, we have to work towards. We have to work towards being optimistic. We have to work towards that positive mindset. But it is something that we can work towards. And that's something that we can absolutely make progress on. I know that It is true, people have different levels of happiness or different happiness set points, they say, but there is so much of our happiness that we are in control of. And that's what we, you know, that's where we need to place our focus. And I think something else that we really need to do, especially in this weird, unique situation, is have something to look forward to every single day. A reward of some kind. You know, it doesn't have to be something physical, it doesn't have to be something that we consume, but something for us, something special, an hour of time that we're going to devote completely to ourselves, or going out for coffee even though we could just make it at home, or spending time with our pet, going for a walk, or my favorite, having a glass of wine under the stars, but something, something that is just for you, that is a reminder that there are good things. There are happy moments. And overall, they have really found that these small moments often really increase the level of happiness and life satisfaction that we have more than these big monumental things because we can have lots and lots of good little moments. And these are the things that really add flavor to our life and add joy to our life. So we can start that process by simply giving ourselves one thing, To look forward to every single day. We can think about it the night before, we can plan it in the morning, but we are going to have that moment for ourselves. And then we can start to increase those moments and, you know, constantly thinking about things that will upgrade our lives. I think I talked about one time how, for me, simply Throwing away the coffee cups that I don't like to look at and giving myself the coolest coffee cup that makes me (laughs) excited to look out every single day and to drink out of every single day actually made a significant impact on my life. And, you know, they did this really interesting study about restaurants, and I know that not a lot of restaurants are open yet, but... It talked about how the presentation of the food and even the atmosphere in the restaurant so significantly impacted how people perceived the taste of the food was. It was just mind blowing and a great reminder that, you know, these little things really do influence our experience. So it's a great time to make these little upgrades in our life. And these are things that we don't even have to spend money on. I mean, wherever you live, this is the time to clean it up, to have an environment that you feel that is your sanctuary. Have someplace wonderful to to go back to. Have something that you've find to be serene and peaceful, even if it's filled with, you know, a lot of chaos and a lot of people, you know, find a space, find a place that is for you, that is peaceful and that is, you know, serene. And again, find something every single day for you that you can look forward to. And lastly, and you know, this might be the most important thing of all, focus on Gratitude. Focus on the things that you still have, the things that are good about your life, and you know, make that be the priority in your thinking over the things that you feel that you are missing right now or you feel that you will never get back. If you place your focus on the things that you do have and the things that you are so thankful that you still do have, you are again going to realize you know, first of all, how blessed that we are and have a reminder of all the good things that are still in our life. But it's going to make those annoyances that we are going to be probably experiencing for a little bit longer seem a lot less important because in the big picture, hopefully we have our health. Hopefully we have, you know, a lot of the people that we love still in our life. And, you know, we have our life and there are a million things that we can think of in between this and on the spectrum of what makes life so interesting and worth living and exciting if we allow ourselves to get engaged in life again and we can we can do that we have the power to do that and so much of that is just mind shift and Gratitude is the absolute perfect place to start. If you don't have a gratitude journal, that is something that I could not suggest more because when you physically write out every single day what you are grateful for, you see it in black and white. You understand that, yeah, my life is actually pretty good. I have a lot more than other people have, and no matter how bad our life seems right now, we are so much luckier than so many people in the world. And it's hard to remember that. And when we kind of have it written down, it helps us to to remember that fact. But by the same token, we can't feel guilty about the negative things that we do feel. Yes, we can feel selfish when we feel that we are focusing on things that are trivial. But again, we are human beings and loss is loss and if it feels like a loss then we have to acknowledge it and we can't you know just spiral around thinking that we are selfish people for you know being sad that you know there's going to be changes in our job or you know whatever it is for you acknowledge that loss but let's make a plan to be excited about the future so many exciting things happening and so many possibilities when one door closes, absolutely 100 doors open. We just have to look for them, get lazy a lot of times, and we get comfortable. And so it definitely can feel hard to, to move on and to, again, get up after we've been sitting for so long, which is what has happened during all of this coronavirus. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself a ton of love and encouragement. It is hard is hard to, to change and to get that ball rolling again. But certainly, we have the capability. And if we have some, some goals that we can set so we have something to work towards, it's going to make it a lot easier. So I hope all of these things are helpful to you. And I would love to hear what things were the most helpful to you and you know what changes that you are going to make that will hopefully make this process easier for you. And I just want to take a moment to thank you so much for spending time with me today. It's always an absolute pleasure to talk with you and to also read your comments. I read all of your comments, and I say this all the time, but they are so insightful, and I thank you so much for sharing. So many of you do share things that are personal in nature or that just kind of further the conversation along or that are very relatable to to other people. And sometimes it just takes reading or hearing that other people are going through the same thing to help us realize that, yes, we're normal, and yes, we can make positive changes. So I greatly look forward to talking to you next time. Absolutely get those questions to me for the next Questions and Answers podcast. I would love to answer them. And I hope your day is absolutely extraordinary.